0: You too. <laughs> so, um, my name is Karen De Silva and I've um, been here for a couple years, but I was here before Champion Lakes and I've known Pastor Mike for quite a while. won't say how long because it will just tell you how old I am, but <laughs> so it is a great privilege. Thank you again for the compliments. Wow. Just getting all these compliments today. So, um, I've got three amazing boys, three teenagers, a lot of prayer. But thank you, Lord. But they are here, so I'm so excited. So, and um, I work full time for Family Business Australia, and I also have um, the celebrations minister here at Champion Lakes, and it's great church. Wouldn't want to be anywhere else in the world. But Champion Lakes, I love our church so much. It is amazing, and you know what? It is. A new season in our lives. As you can see, we're all in jackets now and jeans and the boots are gonna come out, the scarves gonna come out. And those who like summer, well I'm sorry, but autumn is here. Woohoo. I'm a winter baby and I love winter and I'm very excited there's a, a change in season. And I want to encourage you, um, Pastor Mike's going to come back and continue the book of Ecclesiastes, but it's very similar to what he's been preaching on. And I actually want to encourage you today through the word of God about repositioning yourself for change. And isn't it very prophetic that we're actually in a season where we're actually changing the weather, but also changing the way we dress. And, you know, there's been probably a lot of changes from the beginning of the year to now that you are going through. And sometimes change in someone's life can be quite daunting, it can be quite difficult, we can be very overwhelmed with change, it can actually bring it can actually be a good side to change and there can be a very negative side to change, but change has to happen. We have to evolve, we have to keep going, we have to learn to go with the times and the seasons, or we we, we will be stuck. And we will not able to discern how to move forward because we wish the good old days. You know how everyone says, Oh, the good old days, I wish it was like that. Well, praise God for the good old days, but we have to live in the present. Because, yeah, Gary, amen. Glad you agree with me. Don't you be saying good old days to me anymore. <laughs> Sorry. No, Gary's my friend, so I can tease. All right, so we've got to learn to live into what, you know, we've got to praise God for that, but we are here. And you have to understand that change is not to hurt you, is to bring about a good thing in your life. And I just want to get into the Word, and if you can open your Bibles to Exodus chapter 3. Like me, I'm still a bit of old school. I like my Bible. Okay, and let's read from verse 9, and I will make all sense at the end. Okay, now therefore behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, this is God speaking, and I've also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppress them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh, and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? So he said, I will certainly be with you, and there shall be a sign to you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on the mountain. Then Moses said to God, indeed, when I've come to the children of Israel and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they say to me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. Say that. I am who I am. And he said, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. We'll we'll leave it there. If anyone knows about change, it's Moses. And um, Moses actually went through a whole, if you read actually at the beginning of Exodus, you'll understand why in chapter 3 he's actually in the desert tending sheep. And you understand why he's in the position where he is in chapter 3. And the thing is, Moses was a great example of what it means to be positioned in a season of familiarity and then all of a sudden reposition into the unknown situation. How many of you have been there where everything looks great? Some of you guys probably have moved countries where you 're familiar with um, your culture you 're familiar with what country you live in, and all of a sudden you're in another country, you're in another place and you don't know what the shops are, you don't know how, what the traffic is, you don't know how to get there and all of a sudden everything is like the unknown. Who's been there? Only me? All right, few of you. And the, many of us face situations or coming into terms of how to understand changes in our lives. And we're humans. We don't like change. We don't like it. I know we're all very particular. If, you know, something has to change we get even to the simple thing of changing your toothpaste can be very annoying for some people. It's like, I'm going to have Colgate for the rest of my life. Don't you not buy me anything else but Colgate? And it can be very daunting. And it's like sometimes we laugh at situations like that, but to that person, that's a huge change in their lives. And we've got to understand that, that Moses found him himself in a season that he particularly didn't imagine himself to be in. You know, when you wake up one day and then something shifts and you, you end up being somewhere where you just go like, hey, God, really? I don't really want to be here. I don't like this season. And we're left trying to make sense of such changes, leaving us to actually make sense of why these changes happen. And repositioning our lives is something so hard. It is something so daunting. And see, Moses had an unexpected turn of events you know, as I said, read the beginning of Exodus, and he was in a position of um, a prestige position. You know, he was in Pharaoh's family. You know, he was actually, you know, they had the best education. He was wealthy, you know, the finest clothes, eating the finest food. You know, he had it all. He lived in a palace, and he thought his identity was actually being Pharaoh's son. And then, as you see, there was a sudden change in his life, When all of a sudden he senses burden, if you see in Exodus chapter 2, he actually had this burden that he actually went onto the field and all of a sudden he saw this Hebrew slave getting whipped and he all of a sudden had this anger come upon him, this burden, and he didn't know how to handle it. How many of you guys sense a change in your life, but sometimes you just don't know how to handle a change? And sometimes you don't understand what God is doing. And many of us sometimes actually go in front of God thinking, well, you know what, I'm just going to make it happen. And Moses um, at that time, he actually saw that and he actually goes, you know what, something's just not right with who I. uh, what am I feeling here. All of a sudden he's had this identity and all of a sudden he was faced with going, I actually don't fit well in Pharaoh's family. I'm actually having a burden for this Hebrew slave. What is going on here? And he had this shift all of a sudden. And then he had this ability to feel like he had to protect. And You've got to understand in the Old Testament that they actually, actually, had, um, they actually went straight into defending and protecting. And they went straight into like this, oh, I'm going to get you. And all of a sudden Moses was in a, a situation where he actually murdered someone. And then all of a sudden his life shifted from that one action. That change caused him. Because as I said, under the law, the burden was taking charge and perform. But see, we live in Christ now where he takes that burden from us. Amen? Where he died on the cross. And he, as Jesus said that those who are weary and heavy laden come to me and find rest. Amen? So we live under that grace now. But see, the thing is, Moses actually took it upon himself to actually take care of that burden. And sometimes we as humans sometimes feel a shift or change and we get frustrated that we're not hearing from God soon enough who's with me where you're understanding there's a season you know like you know your clothes I really want to wear a scarf in the middle of summer hurry up summer get over it I want winter now and we try to wear you know imagine you going into 41 degrees wearing a big jacket and a scarf at the beach you kind of look out of sorts and you're trying to rush the process Moses actually went ahead of God at that moment And actually did something that actually caused him. And then he went from something to nothing. And Moses' position in life changed forever. And this led him to run away in fear and confusion. I don't know who I'm speaking to this morning. But there are some of you who are just not willing to face whatever has caused you to actually be captured or in prison that you've run away from a situation and you know what this led Moses into a, such a, a state of of anger and he ran into a place of the desert who hates the desert who hates the wilderness stage where you're just tired and you just go and you just don't you just feel like it's hopeless you know what I'm going to give up on my dreams I'm going to give up on God I don't want my calling anymore I you know what stuff everything I'm just going to go I'm going to hide in the desert. Sounds familiar. Moses started to, you know, and then Moses, you know, he was like, you know what, I'm just going to forget who I was. I'm going to hide in the desert. I'm going to start a family, going to raise a few little sheep. And he thought, yep, that's it. I made it. Don't you just love God? He's like, hmm, yeah, you made it. You raised a family. And then God comes along. And that's when in chapter 3 that God appeared to him in a burning bush. Now, how many of you know when God wants to get your attention He's going to send you something that you don't even know, you don't realize what was that. I mean, who's had a burning bush experience? Well, who has an experience where it's like, I didn't even see that coming with God. It's like Elijah when he was hiding in the cave. It's like Elijah, like God's calling him, giving him all these signs. And then all of a sudden, Moses was in a place where he probably was just like, I just don't want to know nothing. I am a murderer. I just don't deserve anything. I don't think I'm worth anything. And how many of us are in that place where we're stuck in a season, we're stuck in a position, we're stuck in our past worries that we don't realize and we get so consumed in our mind that we're thinking that we just can't make it anymore. I've done too much. I've hurt too many people. I've you know, being hurt too many times. And you know what? You're in a season where years have gone by and you're still stuck there and you're too scared to move and you're so content that you build your whole life into this desert. You build your whole life in the wilderness. You've camped there for too long. And you know what? I'm going to encourage you this morning that God is about to knock on your door. So you better be ready to move because he's about to speak to you in such a way. And you have to realize that a lot of us don't hear the sound of God when we're stuck in that season, when we're just not wanting to move. And the thing is, there are many of us like Moses that just can't deal with another change. How many of you have been there? We just go, God, I can't even deal with another change. And you know what? You're all out of, you know, and you know that you're not in the position where you're meant to be. You know in your heart. That where you are today is not where you're meant to be. Can I get an amen? Because I'm sure that you know that God takes you from glory to glory, from level to level. He wants to see you succeed. He wants you to fulfill everything that he's called you to do. But it's our responsibility to move with God. It's our responsibility to listen to his voice. And Moses, as we come to chapter 3, Moses got to himself in a position of such doubt. I'm sure he was lonely. I'm sure he was so hurt, that pain, that rejection, that disappointment. Moses accepted his position in the desert as this is my life. I hear it from many people. I'm going to accept this as I've been dealt with this life. And I'm just going to say, you know what, this is what God has got me. I'm going to accept it. I don't know. This is not the God we serve, and the thing is, Moses would have been left with I don't. I don't even know who I am, or what I'm supposed to do, and I'm not sure if God will ever speak to me. Look what I've done, and the thing is, when you're out of position, you have to train your mind to reposition yourself once again. See, I had a car accident. Gosh, about ten ten years ago, and. All my, I got badly injured where my arm, all my joints from my shoulder to my neck got really hurt, internal bruising. I was in physio for seven months and um, they said to me that I was going to lose 10% of my right hand, that I won't be able to. Every time I ride or clean, I'll swell up and uh, my joints will always be constantly, I'll be always in this constant pain. So I had to go through physio and actually retrain my mind, I actually had to reprogram my whole body to get back into position. And I had to tell my neck, my shoulder, my arm, you know what, I'm not going to accept the loss of 10% because this is not who God is in my life. I'm going to be whole. I am going to it and I'm going to actually write properly, I'm going to clean, I'm going to do this, I'm going to drive properly, I'm not going to have this limitation in my life, amen? And I started speaking to this situation and the thing is, but I had to discipline my mind to tell my joints to get in line and I had to be diligent, I had to go to physio because you know what? Yes, you can pray, but we have to be diligent. We have to do the exercises. We have to do the training. We have to get in boot camp. We have to pull ourselves through. And then all of a sudden, through that, over the years, I could see the joints and everything starting to get in line. I play basketball Ch-ch-ch-ch. with my right hand. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? I have no limitations with my arm, or my neck or my shoulder. But that's me, with God's help, disciplining myself to say, you know what? Get back into position, joints. Get back into position, bone. Because you know what? You're not going to put me in a box anymore. Amen? So we have to position ourselves and discipline ourselves. And we have to get back into where God wants us to be. Sometimes many of people experience such intensity and unexpected change. And believe me, unexpected change or any change that is very hurtful is very painful when you when your life took an unexpected twist it can cause you to be numb disconnected your mind is full of doubts hurts thoughts your mind constantly plays games with you how many guys guys just had enough with your mind sometimes no matter how much you know, got the word the enemy tries to put it in your your mind, that you're not good enough, you can't do this, and you can't overcome, or you can't, you know, it just plays with you constantly. And the Bible says you have to renew renew, renew your mind daily. And the thing is, sometimes, like Moses, we get in a position where we actually are so unhappy with our lives that we lose our joy. And you feel like, oh, God, I've gone through so much trauma. I am done. I have had enough. I've lost my motivation, I've lost my vision, and you know what? I just can't make sense of what's happened here, God. And Moses was in that time of such complete confusion that he just, years went by, years and years went by where he was just constantly in the desert, happy with his sheep, happy with his new life. And you know what? I don't even think Moses could even imagine what God had in store for him. I don't even think you can imagine what God has in store for you. Because you're sitting here and you're going, hmm, what's she on about? No, I'm letting you know that God's word is there to prosper you. Amen? He wants to lift you higher. He wants you to really grab onto the opportunities that he has for you. Because we are the head and not the tail. So when you walk into your situations, don't act like, well, I'm not worthy of this. You walk in with complete confidence to know, I can take this. And you have to be bold. You know, the enemy is getting too smart. He just thinks he's ahead of us. But you know what? He's got nothing on us. We just keep ahead of the game. Keep your heart pure. Keep it open to what God has for you. You know, the thing is, we've all stuffed up. We've all, had, we've all made mistakes. We've all said things. But the greatest thing about God is that he gives us the ability to bounce back. But don't you become stuck in that season where you're just too afraid to move. You know, we, became, we become stuck spiritually, financially, even in relationships and personally. We go, and, you know, as I said before, we can go ahead of God's timing and think, well, God, how many of us go, you know what, time's up, God. I've waited too long for this promotion or this relationship or this financial breakthrough. I'm going to make some decisions and I take it upon myself. Yeah, some of you guys are just looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. We've all been there where we've just made decisions and made choices and we've gone ahead. And the thing is, I wanna, and we just say, you know what? I'm not gonna give you any more time. I don't, I'm going to trust someone else from my healing. So I'm going to go to a new age doctor and go to a psychic and tell me about my future because God ain't speaking to me. But we have to come back and understand that when God brings about change, his timing is perfect and it will fall into place and it will be a blessing and not a curse. And the thing is, but the thing is, if you have gone ahead of God and you've had made mistakes, we serve a graceful God that will just help you come back and reposition you into better things. And the thing is, Moses' biggest challenge was changing his mindset in Exodus 3. He gave God such a hard time, like God had to really show him some signs and wonders and, you know, not convince him, but let him know that he is God in his life. And the thing is, a change of mindset is one of the hardest things to actually deal with. Your mind is actually limits you to actually what you can believe to do. Even to change a job, we find it hard a relationship, a house, a country. But changing to believe the impossible to the possible is up to you. You can change that. We have to start really soaking ourselves up with the word, word of God because I think that's been a bit lost. And I think in the light, in busyness of life, we can actually lose the tendency of actually forgetting who's actually guiding us because... The enemy's actually got us, this generation or this time, we are so busy working long hours or we come home, we're exhausted. And sometimes we look for other people's opinions and we look for other people's, you know, beliefs or something because we just have no time. But I encourage you to set that time up and set yourself up with God and always go through the word and remind yourself of who you are and what God has for you. And the thing is, our minds... You've got to understand your mind has to be in a clear, you have to have a clear mind to understand the season you're in. But I'm going to encourage you today, just like Moses, God appeared to him in a burning bush and said, time's up, Moses, you've had your fun. You know what? It's all done. I let you heal. I let you do this. And it's time I'm going to call you out. And the thing is, I want to tell the person next to you, change is coming. Some of you guys got to believe change is coming. Say it with conviction. Change is coming. Amen. So, are you ready for change, people? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you seriously? Are you ready? Because you have said it, and I know a lot of you guys are frustrated in the season you're in. And you know what? It's a process. When I went through my whole change, uh, through my s- divorce and stuff, a lot of people go, Karen, it's a process. It's a process. I'm like, someone say process one more time. Oh! I was like, oh, I can't even look up the word anymore. I was like, don't you say process, please. Till you're walking through it with me, don't even go there. But it's true. Everything is a process. <laughs> it is God just takes you and he just wants because you know what he just he's repositioning you very slowly have you noticed so you might be stuck in your season very frustrated God you know I've been praying and I've been praying and I've been praying I've been praying for my breakthrough my miracle my healing I've been praying for my new job I've been praying for my financial situation and there's nothing but have you looked around that God actually works on the sidelines and he's actually slowly repositioning you Because sometimes we focus on the big picture too much. We focus on this big thing in front of us that this has to be everything in front of us. But we forget to look at the small things that God is doing in our lives. Be thankful for where you are now. Because God's going to see that heart and bring increase in your life. And we've got to be faithful with that. And the thing is, Moses knew exactly what he was up for when he saw the burning bush. And he had to s- actually stand back and actually sense that there's about a change is going to happen. And the thing is, you might be sitting here today and you go, I just don't possibly want to know. I just don't feel like I can deal with actually stepping out anymore. And you know what? Good or bad seasons... And many of you guys have been in seasons where it's just been too much and you feel like it's so drawn out and there's been really long days and really lonely nights and you feel like your prayers are not even answered anymore. And then all of a sudden you have just gone through these storms of life, one thing after another. Who am I talking to this morning? One thing after another and you're just so despondent. You just can't even hear from God anymore. But I want to encourage you that we have a God that separates darkness from light meaning he can make sense of everything he can actually take what's dark in your life separate that and bring revelation and light into your situation this morning he is about to do something and shed a new light on your problems on your issues on your circumstances are you with me this morning Because the thing is, that's a God we serve. He's not going to leave you in the dark too much longer. He's going to bring you out, and you are going to see the goodness of the Lord. So God came to Moses and told him he's going to be a deliverer. He was going to take Moses out of his current position and reposition him him in front of Pharaoh to bring change to, to Israel. Tough call. Seriously, God, why me? Have you ever thought about that? That he, Moses had to go back to face his past, something that he ran from, something that he didn't want to even see anymore and actually face that. That's a tough assignment that God has asked Moses to do. And sometimes God asks us to do something that we're really not comfortable to do and sometimes we run away from a past situation and we just don't think we can do it. And Moses would have gone my goodness, I should have just stayed there. I am happy where I am and anxiety would have built up and fear would have crept in and Moses would have just been like, I just can't do this. But you know what? The greatest thing about God is that he says that I am that I am, meaning that he is with Moses this time. He is revealing to Moses in a human form, in a, hu- in a human personal way to say, you know what, Moses, you are not alone. When you face Pharaoh, I am with you. I am with you through this time. And the thing is, sometimes you ask God, why do I have to go backwards in order to go forward? And you know what? God is not sending you back. If there's many of you in the room here that you actually know that God is dealing with something in your heart that you have to forgive or you have to let go or you have to face a person that has really hurt you and you just don't understand why God has asked you to do that, he's not there. He's not there to hurt you. He's not there to bring humiliation or embarrassment. He's there for you to actually deal with this Pharaoh in your life. Take authority over it. Take it with boldness and courage and pull it down. So this thing will not terrorize your life any longer. Pharaoh doesn't dictate your life, doesn't rule your life. And there are many little pharaohs in our hearts, in our minds, or in our lives that actually try to dictate our lives and keep us locked up and in prison. But we have, to, we are caught. We are bold, we are caught in Christ Jesus to be bold. We have been given the authority. Jesus has given us the courage to face anything in boldness. Pharaoh doesn't rule you. I had a situation where I had to face my past in the last month and it was the most horrible experience because I started getting anxiety. I started getting confused. I'm like, God, you know what? Haven't I dealt with enough? I am done. God, don't let me face this Pharaoh. And it came in two weeks in a row. The first week I should have dealt with it and it was face to face. I was like, I don't know how to deal with this, God. And I started in my mind, I'm trying to get in the word and my mind was trying to creep in say, you know what? there was this intimidation and everything started going over me and I could feel it, my breathing changing and I could just feel this anger started to build and all of a sudden I could just see this pharaoh, this giant starting to rule me and I was like, no, what am I doing here again? But the thing is, just like Moses, God was with me and I could feel his peace. That it wasn't a big deal at the end of the day. I was making it a big deal. Sometimes we make things this to that and we forget that we serve a huge God, amen? And we've got to come back to that place. See, this time, God said, I am has sent me to you. That, that I am is a reassurance and promise made by God that he is with you. And that Moses was able to let go of his fear knowing I am is with me. Moses was able to understand who God was. You've got to understand that I am is interpreted as Jehovah and in Hebrew Yahweh, revealing to Moses he is the living God. Isn't it good to know God is with you, our ever-present help? To face something alone, to deal with the past, you have to now understand that Moses did it alone. He did it, face. he did things and out of his strength, out of on his, he had a burden and he went ahead of God. And now God is with him. So imagine now you actually saying to God, you are in charge of my life. I'm going to put you first and you're going to actually deal with my problems. How much more will your life be better when you actually start to walk with God and not against God? And that you actually allow him to actually speak to your life. You, know, you don't have to accept where you are right now. You don't have to accept the pain, the disappointment. You know what? God doesn't hurt you. And unfortunately, people hurt people. But you know what? We have to walk in love and forgiveness. We have to keep ourselves in such humility and keep telling ourselves, you know what? This is not the life that God has for me. You know what? You don't have to die in the desert. You don't have to stay there anymore. I want to encourage you this morning to start to get up, start to think bigger than what you are uh, thinking. I don't know what the limitations and who spoke in your life. Some of us have been born with already limitations. Some of us have been born with already people telling us that we're not good enough, we can't do this, and that you've been limited. But I want to tell you, when you come into Christ Jesus, all that limitation is broken, all them words are going to come off, and you've got to realize that you are a new creation in Christ Jesus, meaning that he's called you out and into something so much greater. You need to believe that your Father has a plan and purpose for you. Amen. I'm just going to finish up quickly. I can't believe the time. Pastor Mike's right. This clock, honestly. So I'm going to invite the musicians up as I close. So, just like Moses, you've got to allow I am to take hold of your life. You've got to understand that I am is there to face whatever problems you are going to face. That shadow that seems to be over your life, that prison that you built upon your life, it's time to break out of that prison and start to let go of the familiar and trust God to lead you into deeper waters. Because some of you guys are still at the shore just, to, you know, going there and saying, but you know what? God wants you to jump in again. Trust Him. Yes, the past is gone. You are here now. You are a survivor. Tell the person next to you, you are a survivor. Trust Him with your choices, your decisions. Pray into things. Stand upon your word. We need a generation to stand on our word. Amen? We can't be so confused that, you know what, God is for me one day and He's against me. You're confusing everyone else around you. God is God in everything. You have to stand and you have to wait and be patient because you will see the goodness of the Lord come through. And the thing is, watch out. The sign is coming in your life. I want to encourage you this morning, hear and see that your sign is about to come forth. And the thing is, don't look at something that the world has told you to to look out for. He's going to show you a sign that you didn't expect. Don't waste your opportunity living in the desert. Start to shift yourself start to move yourself out of this season and start to go with the times, start to remove yourself from the shackles and start to bring yourself out of the pain and the disappointment and start to live your life in Christ. Because you are worth more than what you are letting yourself be. I don't know what the teacher said about you, what your parents believe about you, or what your boss thinks about you, or whatever someone's hurt you. I mean, we are so good at, at attacking each other and mouthing off at each other and, and, you know, having the, we think we have the right to speak into each other's life and just dismantle someone. You know what? That is not God. Let's be encouragers. But whoever spoke in your life, it's irrelevant to what God thinks about you. Seasons can be testing, church. Some are great seasons, and don't we love those seasons where everything seems to be going well and that we're just loving life at the moment and blessings are coming. Some seasons seem unbearable, long, drawn out. But I am, say it, but I am hasn't forgotten you. He hasn't forgotten you. I want to encourage you that God someone here today i want to encourage you that god hears your cry he sees your tears he sees your circumstances many of us cried many tears and prayed many long prayers and we've fasted and we've wept and there have been really times that you just feel like you just don't want this life anymore you just want to give up you just don't want to be a christian anymore you just don't want to know anything But I want to let you know, get ready to reposition yourself. Get ready to accept the change in your life. Start to discipline yourself. Get up, it's okay. The last three years of my life has all been about repositioning myself. Three years ago, I was left with three kids. Don't know what I was going to do with a mortgage. Don't even know what I was going to do about my job. I was left in a position where I didn't even know how to get out. And I had to discipline myself and train myself, go into studies, go and take chances of going up in a job promotion, get my three boys involved, get them back into church. I had to position through the season and it was so long. But you know what? I repositioned myself. To say, God, you are my anchor. You are my strength. I put you first. You are the head of my home. Do your thing. I just have to walk through this. And you know what? Look up and see who God is. Many of us are looking everywhere else, but I want to encourage you to start looking up and start to praise him and start to pray. Moses had to face God, had to deal with his issues. He had to be obedient to God, take charge back of his life, face Pharaoh as much as he didn't want to. He had to. Moses had to go back into the past in order to correct his future. He had to deal with that. And the thing is, we must reposition ourselves. Where do you see yourself right now? Do you recognize the season that, you are, that you're in right now? Do you recognize it? Are you sensing a change and this starts with you changing here and allowing God to just do something for you. Moses took a chance again, repositioned himself and said, Yes, Lord, I know that you're with me and I'm going to walk with the I am in my life. See your destiny, see the fullness of the Lord. And the thing is, I want to leave you with the scripture in Acts chapter 14. Yet he has not left himself without a testimony. He has shown kindness by by giving you rain from heaven and crops in their seasons. He provides you with plenty of food and fills your heart with joy. Amen. That is the season. We're We're hearing rain right now, which is a blessing, which means blessing. See your season change. See your harvest full. See that God is preparing you because you know what? its Time's up now. You're about to experience your breakthrough. You're about to experience what you have never imagined before. So take the courage. Take the courage to step out. Be that person of change. Be, You know, like Moses, you are going to be, by your simple act of saying, yes, Lord, you're going to be that deliverer in someone's life. You're going to be that person that will deliver a family member. You're a, a boss at your workplace. You're a city, a nation. You are gonna be that person that's gonna bring influence, change. Because you know what? You are not alone anymore. You are with the I am. You are there to bring boldness. I couldn't even imagine getting through the last three of my life, of my life, or even in my life, without the I am. Can't even imagine how people deal with life without God. And I wanna let you know, that if he can do it for me, he can do it for you because we serve the same God and he has no favourites. He's a respecter of no man, the word says. And the thing is, take the courage, seize the sign, see the signs of wonders in your life. Be that change in someone's life. Be that deliverer. Church, let's stand to our feet. Sorry, I've gone over a little bit. Peter. So when you face Pharaoh this world, remember Pharaoh is compared to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He is little ant. <laughs> so you don't even have to worry about him. So when you start to replace these little gods that try to rule your mind and your heart and your situation, you know, when you walk into work on Monday, tomorrow, the boss is going to go, where's this person come from? Because you're going to realize that you are going to walk in boldness and authority like never before. Don't walk in arrogance. Walk in confidence. Okay? Just want to let you know. Don't go offending your boss or anything else. Don't want to lose jobs here. But you are going to walk with such courage and strength. You're going to let the enemy know you have nothing over me. Because you what? You try to kill me in the desert. You try to leave me and abandon and reject me and lie to me and telling me that I am nothing, that I came from nothing and I've lost nothing. Uh, uh, uh. When God shows up, he's about to do a new thing in your life and let you know that he's going to position you in a new season. Are you willing to change? Are you willing to step out in faith and say, I am here, Lord. I do what you want to do with me. I'm ready for change i am sick of the old i'm sick of this season i want to take back my life i want to leave this desert and i want to come back into the fullness of god who's with me church amen come on so this morning let's position ourselves let's walk out of here and you know what i am a child of god i am god's creation and you know what come out of it get grab your future we need Christians to start standing up in our nation, in our city, like never before. We are not victims. We are not weak. We are strong. Don't let anyone lie to you. Don't anyone let anyone confuse you that you should be something else. The world's trying to pull you into this image or this identity. You know what? You let them know. That you play my game. My son goes to me, you play You tell the girls at the basketball team, you play our game. So you let the enemy know, you play our game. You play my game. You don't tell me what to do because I am in Jesus. So remember, church, remember that the I am is with you. You are not alone. If there is issues that you are dealing with this morning, If you know that there's a pharaoh so huge in your life, this giant that you just don't have to pray and believing, this thing still causes you to flee, causes you to stay in the desert, locked up. I don't know what it is, if it's illness or if it's depression, whatever it is, if your mind, or if it's a person that keeps intimidating, a family member, whatever it is, whatever your past, whatever your father said about you, whatever your mother said about you, When you realize and align yourself up with the word and understand who the I am is in your life, you're able to do life as a conqueror. You'll be able to walk in victory like never before. It's a simple act of you saying yes and taking that courage to change. Every eye closed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We want to open the prayer on the altar this morning. And if you're stuck at a season where you just like, I need help. I don't know how to do it anymore. We want to pray with you this morning, with the pastors and the leaders and our prayer team. And we want to encourage you to, to actually see what god has in store for you don't fear what the world has don't fear what the enemy is trying to say to you come over to the other side and understand who god is in your life break the limitations over your life this morning break that mindset if that's you this morning and you want prayer where every eye is closed i just want you to raise your hands and say i want a new season Reposition me, Lord, for a new season. That's you, when nobody's looking. You can see that hand, see the hands. Thank you, Lord. In a minute, we're going to ask you to come out the front, and we're going to pray with you. But I want to give an opportunity. To still, keep your eyes closed for those who don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. You know what? Some of you guys have been dealt with something from the beginning of your life to think that you've been given this life and it's a hard life and you're tired and you think you're in a position where you're never going to make it and you can't do this and you can't overcome. But I want to let you know is when you come into reposition yourself, your life and giving your life to Christ, you're going to see a reposition like never before in your life. We're all here as a result of putting up our hand and saying yes, Lord, and we're here the result of just going through and allowing God to be in our lives. That He will use you in such a way. And I want to encourage you this morning. If that's you and you're just looking for change, you're empty, you're lonely, you're feeling abandoned, you're just feeling like I don't even know what my plan and my purpose, I don't even know. What is tomorrow going to bring? I don't even know how to get through life. If that's you this morning, and you just want to say, I'm going to give you, God, a chance to actually be the I am in my life. I want to give you an opportunity to to raise your hand. Just say, yes, Lord, please be the I am. Please help me. Guide me. If that's you, with every eye closed, just raise your hand and we will pray for you. I can see that hand. See that hand. Anyone else? Can I just have the house lights on a bit? Anyone else there? Well, let's just pray for those who put their hand up. Dear God, I come to you. And we'll say it together. Dear God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. And admit that I'm not right with you. And I want to be right with you. And ask you, Lord, to forgive me of all my sins. The Bible says, if I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, I will be saved. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and Savior of my life. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Help me to change and walk in your ways. In Jesus' name, everyone said... Amen. For those who want prayer, we're going to pray. And for those who want to go out and fellowship, thank you so much. All right. Are you ready for your new season? Tell the person, are you ready for your new season? Are you ready to reposition yourself? Amen. Let's just sing a song and we're just going to invite those who put their hand up. We're going to pray for you at the altar. Amen. Have a blessed day, church. Stay back for some fellowship and we'll see you tonight.